everyone, this is Vanessa Sinclair and you're about to listen to the latest episode of 23rd Mind TV. I just wanted to take a moment to thank our Patreon patrons. Uh, They make this show possible and they make Rendering Unconscious podcast possible. So thanks so much to our Patreon patrons. Someone recently asked me if I got a grant to create Rendering Unconscious Podcast, um, and I actually get no funding whatsoever for Rendering Unconscious Podcast. I create the podcast um, out of my love for psychoanalysis and my desire to share psychoanalysis more widely because I think that psychoanalytic thought can really be of use for us, uh, especially right now with everything going on in society, I think our culture could benefit from a little more uh, psychoanalytic thinking uh, as we reflect on ourselves and the world and our place within it. So yeah, if you enjoy 23rd Mind TV and Rendering Unconscious Podcast, please come over to our Patreon. Um, As little as $2 a month, you get access to writing ahead of time, music before it comes out, um, unpublished writing, unpublished music, old archival material from Carl's amazing archives. Um, We have a new book that we're writing together that we post uh, every other week a new chapter and we've been taking turns writing chapter by chapter i write one and then carl writes one in true exquisite corpse fashion that's been an amazing project and if you're interested in witchcraft and magical practices um, we have 23rd mind Magic Mondays, where every Monday we post um, a bit about our magical practices and ways to integrate them into your daily lives. So I just wanted to mention all of that. Um, It would be wonderful for you to join us there. That funding really does help make this whole stream possible. Radio Mega Golem, 23rd Mind TV, Rendering Unconscious Podcast. And I'm going to try to start posting some live concerts that we've performed, uh, spoken word concerts, for you to enjoy as well. I just have to find a space to post them in because I've been doing so many podcasts lately that I haven't really uh, had a moment to um, add other things into the stream. I feel like I'm posting so much already as it is. So I hope you're enjoying all of it, and I hope you enjoy this episode of 23rd Mind TV. It was recorded two weeks ago, just before the new moon, and so the information in it about the magical ritual yoga classes that my friend Christine O'Day, aka The Fitness Witch, um, provides is dated from two weeks ago, but she does have classes coming up this upcoming weekend. She has one uh, this Sunday, August 2nd at 4 p.m. Pacific Coast Time, um, which is 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. 
And then she has one Monday morning Pacific Coast time at 10 a.m. on August 3rd, which here in Stockholm is 7 p.m. Central European summertime. So that's the class I'll be in.、Uh, her class two weeks ago was amazing, and I've really seen its impact. On my day to day life、uh, these past couple of weeks. So I'm really looking forward to her next class coming up this Monday. So join us there too. Her classes are by donation. So、uh, come even if you can't donate much or anything. She doesn't want to turn anyone away. So just give what you can and come whether or not you can give.、Uh, the more the merrier. It's been a really amazing experience. And there's more. About that in this episode of 23rd Mind TV. And、uh, there's links to everything in the text accompanying this episode. You can follow her at the Fitness Witch LA on Instagram. All right, bye. Welcome to 23rd Mind TV Summer Edition. Yeah, it's a beautiful sunny day here in Stockholm, and we've decided to move out of our library. It's very hard for us, but what can you do? The sun is shining, the gulls are laughing at us, and the flowers are blooming. And we have a great show for you in the sense that we have lots of our own stuff and also other beautiful stuff that people have sent us. As per usual, thank you for that. Yeah, and we're fortunate to have this terrace so that we can go outside without actually having to go outside. So, this is enough. This is enough for us for now. Yeah, and、um, what's happened since the last time? Well, a lot of things have happened. We've been very diligent and、uh, productive and just、uh, basically still in this self imposed、uh, isolation. Which has been you know, very, very productive for us.、Um, so, one of the biggest things in terms of our own、uh, creativity has been the release of not one album, but two albums,、uh, Switching and Mirrors. And in the box that we've made, which looks like this,、uh, it contains two CDs, one of each、uh, album, and a lot of、um, beautiful stuff.、Uh, an original collage by Vanessa,、uh, prints of some other collages,、uh, five photographs,、uh, unique text by me, etc.、Uh, etc. Et um, it has been, these albums have been released. Uh, digitally, they're available on Bandcamp and very soon on iTunes and Spotify and all the usual uh, suspects. Uh, but in this box, which only exists in eight、uh, signed and numbered copies,、uh, you'll get hands on tangible things.、Uh, maybe we should talk a little bit about the origins of the Switching Mirrors、uh, project. Yeah, so in 2016,、um, my book Switching Mirrors came out on Trapar. Carl offered To publish my poetry. And what we decided to do once the book was published was bring the book around on a trip that we took to Portugal. And I read cut up poems from the book in various really magical locations around Portugal. And those 
readings were set to music by Carl um, and became this album. So all of these recordings are from 2016. We went to amazing places. Uh, we recorded one in Pessoa's house. Uh, we recorded one at Evola, uh, Sintra. Yeah, the the uh, in Sintra there's this beautiful, strange, psychedelic uh, castle actually or garden, uh, Quinta de Regaleira, uh, and um, just uh, very very evocative places. Uh, perfect. It's like they're made for being poetic and and uh, intuitive and creative. So it was great to actually record these things uh, there, and also um, a great hotel. Uh, that the same architect who made Quinta de Regalera had uh, made at about the same time up in the north of, uh, of Portugal and we recorded uh, all over the place and also in nature um, by these great cromlech stones and uh, ancient Roman temples and it's really like a magical uh, magical mystery trip in the name of uh, poetry and cut-ups so it's been a while since we made these things so that's why it's extra fun now to have them released digitally and also in, the, in this uh, box form and i think that uh, if you ever heard what we're uh, up to what we're doing in terms of meshing cut-ups with music i think you're going to enjoy both uh, both albums they're basically one album but there's so many tracks that we had to uh, sort of divide them a little bit but uh, switching and mirrors um, they're both available bandcamp spotify itunes and also we still have a few copies left of the box so you should get them before they're completely gone yeah, and Portugal has this wonderful history, like Carl mentioned, there's so many different kind of eras of history all in this one place, and we visited a lot of them, and there's a great necromantic element as well. We visited a bunch of ossuaries, and um, we visited a monastery that had the remains of Inés de Castro and Dom Pedro, and if you don't know the story of Inés de Castro and Dom Pedro, I suggest you look it up. Um, I can actually post a link to it that accompanies yeah. this episode. Um, she's the original corpse bride. Mm -hmm. That's what I'll say. of love, no bonds, no of both genders, so keyboards and flute, thee for us too, so easy to, of thee, the cut, way, at least primarily looking at as and the project. Live in heaven, like me and be, and into the future. Well, it's already. Other sentences, crowds, psychoanalysts, quickly or slowly, the humans, some. Have you seen the, the eye machine? I think our goal. One of them, strangers anyway, are to you in a visual, hermaphrodites, 
within itself, Geisen coined deceptual, needs to be difficult parts, a kiss inspired by a couple of hermaphrodite is the symbol never before of DNA and the up our expectations of definitely inspired the original human question became skills when it come a space of words I thought I would come child is full of grace same time using has been really discourse surrounding more it would never done but in which she same is not to is whatever motivation of every pandrogyny So that was Rite of Love, which was recorded at the Boca de Inferno in Portugal. Yeah, it's an interesting place where um, allegedly uh, Fernando Pessoa took Alistair Crowley at one point uh, in order for Crowley to stage uh, suicide for PR purposes. I don't know if that was successful or if it's even true, it's hard to know. Uh, but uh, Pessoa was certainly there and uh, it was kind of a guiding light for us in a way. His writings are phenomenal, both the poetry and uh, the Book of Disquiet, which is more like a meandering roamings of his soul. Uh, highly, highly beautiful book that sort of guided us on this uh, Portuguese uh, trip or trek. Uh, yeah, so again, check out Switching and Mirrors. It's one album, two albums, uh, whatever. It's one great experience of cut up and uh, great ambient and experimental music. Yeah, and um, we have also made uh, the previous release available on uh, uh, digital, um, meaning Vanessa's collaboration with Douglas Lucas called Sound 23. You remember, you remember uh, the previous uh, box that we did, which was Sound 23. Now that album has been made, made available on um, uh, iTunes and Spotify and Bandcamp and all these places too. Um, but we still have a few of the box left as well. That's right, and they should move uh, fairly soon, so make sure to pick one up. Uh, also, what we've been busy with on a long-term uh, level and we're going to keep on doing that is to make sure that as books sell out and as products sell out that they will still remain in terms of records it's kind of easy when something tangible is uh, gone uh, people are accustomed uh, with 
Spotify and our Bandcamp and things like that so that the albums will always re remain available and the same also goes for the books when they actually sell out we will make sure that they are available still in in um, perhaps slightly different form but still uh, like this uh, new edition of uh, Fenris Wolf 7 for instance and Mother Have a Safe Trip uh, now available as uh, paperbacks um, so that people can always buy them and especially important with uh, Fenris Wolf I think uh, is that uh, many of the issues that sold out became they fetched really high prices on uh, eBay and similar places and although it's you know honoring uh, in a way it's much much better that people can uh, access the information of course it's more than merely information uh, but to keep them available as inexpensive paperback books uh, so all of the old fenrises will be available both as ebooks but also as paperbacks uh, and that goes for basically all the books uh, my novel mother have a safe trip is just came out as a paperback too so uh, check out those books they are um, well i'm partial but they are great and this, I think, the cover photo is a picture from Portugal, isn't it? No, that's from uh, Thailand. Oh, from Thailand. <laughs> yeah. We'll be talking about Thailand soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, rendering Unconscious. Mm -hmm. I have done so many Rendering Unconscious podcasts <laughs> in isolation, um, as everybody is home, so everybody now has time to talk, which has been amazing. It's kept me very busy. Um, I will try to name all the ones that I uh, have done since the last 23rd Mind TV. I spoke with uh, Vamik Volkan uh, and his new book that just came out, Large Group Psychology. Um, I spoke with Bhante Sanata Vihari Bhikkhu um, about Buddhism and psychoanalysis. I spoke with S. Alfonso Williams again, one of my favorite guests. Um, he talked about ethics, film, Black Lives Matter movement, the American uprising, activism. Um, so definitely check out his work. I spoke with uh, Jason Josephson Storm, who's a professor over at Williams College, and about his book called The Myth of Disenchantment, which you can guess what that's about. Um, Eve Watson, who's a psychoanalyst in Ireland, she's been putting on um, online group sessions and seminars to kind of help psychoanalysts who have now all been forced to uh, work from home quite suddenly because of the pandemic and kind of helping support them through the process of uh, that transition. And she's been doing wonderful work. Um, with her group, the Freud Lacan Institute, out of Ireland. So um, definitely keep an eye out for her work. She was actually one of our guests at our first uh, Psychoanalysis Art in the Occult conference in London as well. Um, so I'm going to post her lecture up from that um, as well soon. Mm -hmm. I've been posting all of the videos from the talks um, so that they're available on YouTube, not only so people can watch the conversation, but even more importantly because YouTube provides a transcription of the discussion so that you can read the discussion um, as well. 
I spoke with uh, Damian Patrick Williams, and he talked about technology and anti-black surveillance. Uh, Jenny Butler out of Ireland, she spoke about 21st century Irish paganism. Stephen Reisner, who's a psychoanalyst from New York, uh, he has a podcast as well called Madness, where psychology and capitalism collide. Um, so his episode with me is amazing, his podcast is amazing, and he was recently interviewed for Michael Moore's podcast, Rumble, so check all of those out as well. Um, my friend Jason Hoff, who's a poet and writer in Brooklyn, um, he ha just put out a book called Bent Book, which is a queer anthology. And he's also been doing um, cut-ups with his own writing, queer-specific writing, and merging those with photos of his ancestors. So we talked about that process and how much he's discovered about his ancestry uh, since he's been doing that process. And I spoke with another poet and writer, Tom Bland, whose latest book is called The Death of a Clown. Uh, he's a really interesting character as well as he kind of came through uh, to psychoanalysis through like performance, including going to clown school and also doing live performance and theater and contemporary work, performance art in that way. And uh, Catherine Marshall Woods is my latest guest. Uh, her episode was just released. She's a psychologist in Washington, D.C. She has her own show called A Healthy Mind. Um, and she consults on films to make sure that films, uh, the settings, the characters, the topics are more psychologically astute, um, make sure the characters have depth and like the relations between characters. Um, are really well portrayed as well as the relationship with therapists and psychologists and the way psychology is used in film. So she's doing amazing work as well and she also talked about uh, the current American uprising, Black Lives Matter, race and ancestry. Yeah and speaking of film uh, I would like to plug uh, one of my documentaries about uh, filmmaker Kenneth Anger. Uh, those of you who know me and who know us uh, know about the respect that we uh, have for uh, not only the integrity but also the, the actual films of Kenneth Anger. So um, from 2014 and onwards I sort of worked on a film about him and his work and that came out uh, last year. Uh, it's a film called Cinemagician, uh, Conversations with Kenneth Anger and it uh, takes us through his life, memories from him growing up and moving to Europe and starting to make films and his relationship to uh, uh, Alistair Crowley or the teachings of Alistair Crowley and how these were merged with his um, films. It's a fascinating story and one of the films that I'm most proud of having uh, made because he can be a kind of a, a tricky figure to sort of uh, nail down in a way but since I allowed it to take a long time I think I managed and it turned out into a revealing uh, documentary about uh, a genius, a genius filmmaker, Kenneth Anger. So please check out um, uh, Cinemagician Conversations with Kenneth Anger. Here's the trailer.
uh, creating things makes me happy because I'm a, an artist who needs to, to create to feel fulfilled. And as far as the public goes, they could take it or leave it. In other words, I don't think about them. I think about myself. Their personal statements. Uh, art is created out of the necessity to express the soul of mankind in a creative way. Let's say, is a rattlesnake evil? Well, it's dangerous. And that's what I think about movies, that they have that ability to uh, seduce in perhaps sometimes not a good way. All right, so now we'll talk a little bit about some of our friends' work. This coming Monday, July 20th, is our friend B. Futon's birthday. It's also the eclipse in Cancer, which we both are Cancers, so lucky us. Um, and I wanted to talk a little bit about B's work. B splits his time between the UK and Bangkok, and uh, he has a lot of amazing work that kind of is a fusion between these two cultures. Uh, he is creating these amazing Thai capsules that have a whole story and history of their own. Go to his website, High on Platforms, to check that out, uh, and his website, The Bee Now. Um, and he also has a band called Futon, um, that's a kind of a fusion as well. And just amazing work in like entertainment, fashion, music, uh, his aesthetics are amazing. So follow him on Instagram at bfutan, I'll put links to everything in the text accompanying this. And also because of the new moon on Monday, um, my friend Christine Day, also known as Ammo, also known as the Fitness Witch LA, she does these amazing yoga classes on every new and full moon, and she's typically done them in the evening of the moon, so I wasn't able to participate since I've moved over here because the time difference from California to Sweden is quite lengthy. Um, and I can't really do yoga at 3 o'clock in the morning, but she's been such a doll to create a class um, on the morning for her at 10 a.m., which is 7 p.m. here, so that I can participate in her yoga classes. And I've wrangled some friends to participate with me, and you're all welcome to come as well. Uh, the next one's this Monday the 20th, 10 a.m. Pacific time, which is 1 p.m. Eastern time, which is 6 p.m. in Britain and 7 p.m. Central European summer time. And what we do is create an intention and create a sigil out of that intention and then draw a tarot card to go along with our intention and then practice yoga with these intentions in mind. And it's a really amazing practice that really helps keep you centered and manifest your will. 
And I would also like to, to uh, tie uh, in with, uh, we talked about B, and we had such great times with B in Thailand last year. It brought to mind many, many great memories because now that we're stuck here, even though it's summer and nice now, the heat here in Stockholm uh, brings back memories from Thailand and the good times we had with B, and also together with our uh, beautiful, beautiful friend, uh, little Annie Bandes. Um, and um, that said, we also wanted to push uh, Annie's work because it's simply so great. Most people know Annie from, from her music, of course, such a talented singer, uh, interpreter, uh, you know, showwoman, an incredible artist with a, a really magical presence on stage or on, on record too. But she's also uh, a visual artist. She's a painter. And, and uh, we are really proud to have a few of her artworks and they're just fantastic so you should probably check out this this uh, art book meditation in chaos by little annie uh, on um, the fantastic publishing company timeless um, and it's photographs and paintings and it's just very very colorful stuff um, that's remarkable um, and uh, just goes to show that people who are creative in one way are usually creative in other ways too but they may hold them back or they may be fully flaunting of all their flowers in the bouquet. Uh, Annie is one of those multi-talented people. <clears throat> That's a real honor to, to know and integrate in our own life. So uh, we, we cherish the memories from Thailand together with Annie and B. Uh, there will be many, many more uh, moments to come uh, when the world gradually opens up to uh, socializing in, in the flesh and in real time. Another amazing thing that's been happening during the quarantine is that um, because of circumstances, a lot of places have been forced to do classes or courses online, events online that they usually do in person. And for me, that's been really great as far as the Freud Museum London, because they usually could only attend their classes in person. But now they've been giving amazing courses online and pretty much every weekend, sometimes a couple in the, in the same week, like last weekend, um, my friend Jordan Osterman did a class on gender and trans and that was amazing it was two days and then mary wild who's been on the podcast a couple of times she does courses at the Freud museum called projections she also has a podcast called projections with sarah cleaver um but her courses she's been doing probably once a month on different directors like there was one on lars von trier there was one on david lynch um right now this weekend she's doing a course on the uncanny film and she has another one coming up in August so I would definitely go to the Freud Museum website and check out Mary's classes in particular but all of the courses they've been putting on um, one of my favorite psychoanalysts Darian Leader just gave a talk about the global crisis and pandemic um, so there's been a lot of really timely and pertinent events going on Mm. And it just goes to show uh, the ingenuity of, of uh, people in dire times because of course you could do all these things before the pandemic and the uh, imposition of the isolation uh, but I think the blooming of all of these uh, uh, offers and, and possibilities of using the internet is, is uh, amazing and in a way I hope we're doing the same thing by just you know, reaching out more uh, online because it's, uh, it's basically the only way. 
I have also uh, passively uh, taken part of uh, Mary's classes because Vanessa has been so giddy on the couch and, and watching so many great films. Uh, and I think also this is a wonderful way of a wonderful time for uh, self-education, for educating yourself uh, with the help of uh, knowledgeable people. It's a beautiful thing and um, I wish that most people would actually use this time of you know, the discrepant continuity uh, to educate uh, themselves and just learn about things that they probably wouldn't have learned about if things had been normal, so to speak. Uh, speaking of normality, uh, I just wanted to show uh, this uh, massive, uh, it's one of those massive uh, Tashan books, it's called Cabinet of Curiosities, and uh, as usual with Tashan and their their um, big art books, they're they're, they're uh, very very uh, flamboyant, and uh, this suits this subject very very well. Uh, the cabinets of curiosities, you know, something that existed and I guess still does exist in a way, but mm, during the 17th and 18th centuries, mainly very wealthy uh, people, including uh, royal courts, uh, collected these, um, first of all, uh, items from around the world, rare, weird things, whether it was uh, taxidermied uh, exotic animals or just strange art, but they were all contextualized uh, in um, in a uh, not an art context although they are of course in an art context but they were contextualized in this thing of uh, mind-blowing experiences and it became a status symbol to have uh, what the Germans called a Wunderkammer a chamber of wonders filled with these weird things from around the world because uh, these, this time normal people certainly didn't know what existed out in the world and, and uh, there was still exploration going on so to have your own little uh, wonder chamber or a cabinet of curiosities uh, became uh, definitely a status symbol that you were someone to count uh, you know you were someone to be reckoned with as having uh, perhaps not insight about what was beyond the band but you certainly had money enough to buy things from uh, beyond the band and and this book is something I've been waiting for for a long time because although there have been other books um, uh, Tashin has the uh, the editorial muscles the publishing muscles to really put together definitive volumes and this is uh, for me me uh, like pornography to see the kind of skill that people had uh, a long time ago already probably doesn't exist anymore uh, to put together these really magical things also in magical context um, that in a way transcends our normal petty petit bourgeois uh, conceptions of what art is this for me is true art because it's magical and it um, is put together with such skill amazing technical skill and contextualized in uh, again a sense of wonder uh, when were you last at an art gallery and left with a sense of wonder I haven't experienced that in a long time so I'm very happy about this book I'll be happy in my chair uh, flipping through this book and it will give me uh, satisfaction about knowing that once upon a time there was uh, wonderful art happening
going from uh, from uh, highbrow to perhaps low life, <laughs> uh, we received this wonderful uh, fanzine. It's a little booklet and also contains a CD uh, called uh, Bukowski on Bukowski or Bukowski on, on Bukowski. Um, I uh, have never been a super fan of, of uh, Bukowski's writing. Uh, I can certainly uh, see where it comes from and appreciate it. It's a kind of a very uh, unique beatnik kind of thing, uh, but far too dipsomaniac for uh, my tastes. However, this is lovingly put together and it has, um, like I said, a CD of him reading his own stuff. And it also contains book reviews, reviews of, of from other publishing companies and other authors. So this is again a resurgence, I would say, of fanzine culture that I really appreciate. And we're very, very happy to receive these things and we will absolutely talk about them. Uh, Bukowski on Bukowski um, is, uh, of course, if you like Bukowski, you should get this. But even if you don't, you should get it to support this kind of endeavor, which is basically a literary fan scene that also has a CD. So please uh, check that out. It's really, really worthwhile. And then uh, when we talked about uh, Vanessa's collaboration with Douglas, Douglas Lucas, uh, yeah, you held up this uh, record, which is now, I think, sold out. But we got a copy and we're happy about that. And it's also available on Bandcamp. Uh, the label is called uh, Humanhood Recordings. And they have their own Bandcamp where you can listen to these tracks. It's basically one long track on one side and then a short track and a blank uh, vinyl side on the other side. It's really uh, beautiful as an object. And Douglas makes these, uh, I would call them, you know, sound collages or mixes of what could be called noise in a way, but it's not really noise in any kind of brutally aggressive, you know, kind of Mertzbau uh, vein. It's much more organic and the sounds are quite lovely, you know, wonderfully uh, analog. I don't know how he puts this together and that maybe should be a secret. But for me, listening to this album uh, takes me to a, a warm, introspective place filled with twists and turns and, and little breaks that make you go, whoa, what happened? Uh, it's not for passive entertainment, uh, it's for uh, active listening and it's a very, very pleasurable experience, much more so than, uh, you know, sticking your head into a hornet's nest of aggressive noise. Um, this is, uh, <laughs> if there is such a term, I would call this human noise. It's very human and uh, I like it. It's a warm experience uh, with great sounds that I would call analog. I don't know if they are, but it gives me the impression more of a sound collage than an intellectual uh, mixing board. So check that out. Yeah, he even says here on the back, listen via headphones for full effect. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. I think that may sum up the, the summer edition of 23rd Mind TV. Uh, we would, of course, like to really thank our uh, patrons at Patreon uh, who are making this uh, possible and uh, everybody who sent us stuff that we talk about. And we should you know, thank ourselves, too, for being here still and making um, uh, art so that we can talk about it. And, and of course, all the viewers. Um, uh, thank you for being out there and we hope you enjoy the show and uh, it won't be long before there will be another episode coming out. Bye. Thank you.